Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. These marriages are not perfect, but all in all, they seem to work. Marriage is an institution for grown-ups. It's like a love-hate relationship. There are no bosses in a modern marriage. He knows he's lucky to have a wife. Hello, everybody. Listen to the croakiness. <laughs> Simon here, Laura over there. You all right? Um, well, we'll get on to this, but I feel like, once again... The higher powers have punished me for being a non-drinker. You've got the non-hangover. I've got a 0% hangover. Yeah. Listen to me. And we're both covered in glitter. Co- yes. <laughs> we've been to Mardi Gras. Now, it's quarter past one. It is Sunday, the 30th of July. This is episode 162 of Husband and Wife Sentenced to Life, the podcast, the relationship podcast. Top 10 now, or in the top 10 regularly, which is nice. Thanks to everybody listening. Mm. Thanks to everybody new who's come along. I always end up thank- thanking them at the end of the podcast. And then at that point, I'm thinking, probably no- off. <laughs> yeah. nobody's listening. Now, this is going to be unedited because I want to get it out. Okay. I normally do spend a bit of time editing them, but this is warts and all. So what you're hearing is just going to be a live 20 minutes blather. Okay. So we're going to go back to Friday when the last one went out. Friday, we dropped the cat off at the airport, a Wimberway. We've not mentioned much. Yes. But uh, she's been with us whilst Charlie went back a few months ago, our French bulldog. And uh, we took her to the airport whilst we still had the little Fiat 500. Yeah, we uh, saw an old friend. We bumped into Barry, who now listens to the podcast, so he deserves a little mention. And he said, oh... I listened to the podcast about when you sent the dog back. I wish you'd have known. I could have helped you. And I'm like, brilliant. Now he tells us. Brilliant. Why don't you just give me 20,000 dirhams then? Yeah. So anyway, we went to met, met the cat lady, which is 
probably not how she likes to be described, but for the purposes of the podcast, the cat lady, mm-hmm. who is um, doing the business of getting our cat back. Yeah, so she'll end up being on the same flight as us. Yeah. So we take a Wimboy up in her little cat box, the cat box that she's had, the crate that she's had. Yeah, for a standard years. a standard cat box that you take. Yeah, when you take which is fine, the by the way. Yeah. We get there. There is an exactly the same crate, but bigger. Yeah. And I'm thinking we didn't need to pay for that. She's finding the one she's got. We transfer her miraculously into the bigger crate. Yeah. And then the cat lady says, "Oh." Her head looks a bit close to the top, so you might need a bigger one. And I just went, how much? <laughs> every, every one of these jobs. Hi. Hi, hello, good morning. Good. Everything's fine, sir? Yeah. You need something? Sorry? You need something? No. Some water, take or everything? No, everything's fine. It's both from here already, sir, yeah? Yeah. Okay, okay thank you. So much for not editing. What happened there? Don't know. A random door knock. Anyway, we had to buy the larger crate. It seems, as we'll get on to, every single thing we've done, there's been a bonus little surprise payment. Yeah. Isn't it? Yeah. It's life, isn't it? <laughs> well, I don't know if it is life. It seems to be certainly... No, and I get, I get why we had life. to do it with the cat. You know, obviously, there's rules and regulations to these things. But... Obviously, the bigger the box, the bigger space she's taken up on the plane. So that then they charge you more for that. Yeah. Uh, and then I put her in a bleeding shoebox, knock her out. I don't know about cat drugs. Give her some whatever it is they make me go to sleep with when I have a operation. Give her give her a smaller portion of that to a cat. Cats fold up, fold her up into a shoebox. Like they do with the lions. Yeah. When they yeah. Well, speaking of which, because we're saying to the people at the pet carrier place oh it's been a nightmare it's been a nightmare shipping dog and shipping cat and they went yeah we did a gorilla and a giraffe this week (laughs) mental this is dubai i said that would be a great you know you see these reality tv shows about dubai and they're always the same aren't they they're always knobheads it's knobheads living in big villas knobheads living in big hotels knobheads in rolls royces knobheads in ferraris yeah Nomads in glitzy apartments drinking gold cups of whatever, right? Yeah. Here's the, here's one of the ones you need to see. The one of the ones you need to see is the behind the scenes look at pet transportation from Dubai Airport, because pets in Dubai, let's be honest, is a crazy scene. Yes, it is. Going into a pet shop in Dubai. It's like going for a walk around Noah's Ark. Yeah, it's not nice. It's not nice. It's not nice to see. No, no. But I think that would be a great thing. So, yeah, a gorilla and a giraffe. We were trying to work out how you get a giraffe (laughs) on an aeroplane. Fold it up. Yeah. Well, I said, do you put it in a poster tube? They lay it down in a poster tube. (laughs) But I don't know. So that was done. Then we did the bank. Now, the bank is ongoing. I've still not received my final payment from work, which is what we were holding on for. So we've waited three weeks for nothing. We might as well have gone home. (laughs) And it's not gone in. So we've been to three different banks now. And again, we've both heard heard different things about you have to receive your final payment 
before you they cancel your visa because then um, you sign to say I've received everything and then some of people say no 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 they cancel your visa then your final payment gets released so again there is no straight answer to these everybody things everybody has got a different story yeah of something if you if there's one department of life that should be regimented it surely is banks banks have rules regulations everything's well, done just, as a letter just all of these things all of these like moving things like that are important like that should be but so we've can't... been into banks yeah in different branches we got the right run around in one bank the other day this is the last one we went to and the guy just told us a totally different thing to what the guy the day before in the same bank told us yeah, well, the, the the one we went to this weekend was hilarious because we go in and it says, oh, um, on our checkbook, it says priority... Priority banking. Priority banking. Which I assume is some sort of... This is not something I've applied for. We no. are not Dubai. So someone's just messaged me about this. Someone just said, I guess you're flying business class. And I'm like, guess again. I've had a few of them. No, we're not. Um, so if I've got priority banking, it's something that's happened accidentally. It's not something I've yeah, asked yeah, for. Yeah, yeah, and sometimes, sometimes when you've been with a company or a bank a long time, these you get upgraded, right. don't you? So we walk into the bank. I say, we need to see somebody. She said, you're not allowed to see them in here. You've got to go into priority banking, which is where the leather sofas are and it's walnut, yeah. you know, and all this. The VIP bit. VIP. And I'm like, but we came in yesterday and we just saw somebody normal. No, I, we can't access your system. Yeah. Well, you accessed it yesterday. So we go into priority there's a little man on the front counter yeah. and he says the big man in the back is off having his lunch. So I went, all right. So we went back out. He's having his lunch. So can we see somebody here? Yeah, because the queue wasn't that big. No. We take a number. We see the woman. The woman says, we, we can't see you because you're priority banking. You've got to be in the yeah, posh room. Can't access your file. You're a bank, but we still can't see yeah. it on the screen. Even though you accessed it yesterday. So we go back into back priority yeah. banking. He's back from his lunch, this fella. Hello, dear. Hello, dear. And uh, we tell him we're priority banking. I give him my details. He goes, you're not priority banking. I show him the checkbook where it says priority banking that the other woman yep. used as proof. He goes, you could have just written that. <laughs> it's a printed checkbook. Yeah. I just think I am a calligraphist. We were like, but they've just turned us away because yeah. they've said that we're, we're priority banking. So they won't serve us. Now you're saying you're not going to yeah. serve us. Well, you need to be back out there, but I'll do it. Yeah. Cheers. But then goes on to tell us, again, pretty much the opposite of everything we've heard so far. Yeah, well, we were told by the other guy, you need to come and hand your checkbook in before we can do anything. Yeah, so we t that's why we had the checkbook, to yeah. hand it over. This guy goes, no, you didn't. You just Who ripped it off. Just ripped it off. I mean, like that. which I thought m made more sense, but yeah. he was quite adamant, the guy before. No, 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 you need to bring it in. I was like, but I don't even know where it is. No, no, you need to bring it in. Now, on the Emirates MBD website, and I've got this page open on my phone now, and I've tweeted it today so people can see it on my Emirates Bank Twitter thread that I'm doing. It says, if you want to close your account from overseas, you've just got to email us. It's online banking. You email and you fill in a form, and that's that. Done. And, yeah, as long as there's no outstanding bills, or et cetera, et cetera, which is not. So I said to the guy... Yeah, final payments come in. We're going to be leaving the country tomorrow. So I'm going to need to close the account online. You can't do that. Yeah. What do we need to do then? Well, just fly back to Dubai to close it. And and how's that work? Well, you just got to keep 5,000 dirhams in your account because if it drops below, below 5,000 dirhams, we'll charge you 25 dirhams a month. Yeah, even though we're not using the bank. Yeah. So, but, the, but then we're like, but it says here, you do online banking. 
I, I said, it's your website. I don't need to look at that. I'm not a customer. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, but we are. There, Here it is. It says it. And again... Let me tell you, you cannot do online yeah. banking. So why would it say it? On your website. And he goes, well, you could have written that. So now he thinks, I've forged a checkbook so I can get into priority banking and I've forged their website. Honestly. <laughs> Ridiculous. I just... Again, why can't you go into a bank and just get a straight answer? Or, what, you know, why, why is everybody telling you something different? And why does it say on the website, yet the guy says no? It just doesn't. It's and so this frustrating. Is why, this is why when you put on the Facebook groups or I put online about, hey, how did anybody do this? We're not getting a definitive answer no. because everybody, it seems like the way to do it changes with the wind. Yeah. So anyway... We left him, not none the wiser. Then we went to close our phone accounts down, which, I mean, it took 45 minutes, but to be honest, it was pretty straightforward. That's a Tislat. The Do, guy in the shop was actually really he was helpful. Great. I mean, the funny part of that was, though, you do, you do all the process, you pay your last bill. That was all straightforward. Then he tells me to ring the 800 number to speak to somebody to say, I want to close my account. Can't You can't do it in the shop, which is kind of annoying. You have to still ring. Yeah. So that, to me, is a bit backwards. But anyway, that's the way you do it. Then he gives... You you do your bit. Then he tells you to ring this number. And I'm on the phone by now, 20 minutes. Still, yeah. Still on, on the whole music. So then I phone it. And what's good about this is it synced the hold music. Oh, it was... Oh, 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 oh. It was starting to hurt my ears. But then he's like... Still nothing. I'm like, no. He goes, oh, I'll do it on my phone, on the shop phone. So now I've been on 10 minutes. Yeah. You've been on coming up half an hour. He puts his on. He puts his on loudspeaker in the middle of the shop. Yeah. So we've got three phones trying to connect. Now, then, well, here's the thing. You'd think I would be answered first, right? Because I've called first. Surely it's a waiting, you know, you're in line. You're in a queue. Well, many years ago, I heard uh, somebody told me this that if you're phoning and you're on phone for a long time, they answer the newer callers first. Why? I heard this back in the UK. So, so, so they're not peeing as many people off? Yeah. So the trick is, if you're not getting answered, it's to phone ring, up and yeah. ring back. But, well, I, was, but I, don't, I don't know if I believe in well, that. But it worked this time. Well, the guy's phone is the one that got answered first, the one who had phoned last. And then, yeah, that was quite strange. Well, it's weird because that, for me was a psychological moment. I felt I felt something. It's weird because I feel that the emotions I have face-to-face -face with people are different to the emotions I have of last times, which we've talked about. And that, you know, we're pretty much giving up the phone lines and things. I kind of drove on. It was like, oh, I, feel, I definitely feel like a tourist now. I'm going to pay as yeah, you go. Yeah, yeah. a weird feeling. Yeah, when, and, you know, your number that you've had and... And then from there, we drove back to the hotel and that was the last time we'll drive in Dubai because we gave the car back. Yeah. yeah. Colin, our friend, let us use. So the car's gone now. Yeah, and we've had a few, like, goodbyes as well amongst all this as well. We've, uh, yeah, we have. We have said bye to a few people and that's not easy. And then last night, we had a pub night, which, to be honest, because we'd had one the day before and I'm like... Well, we oh. watched the football. We watched women's football the day before. Yeah. So last night we just went down to McGettigan's, JLT. Forgetting, of course, that the Saturday brunch had just happened. So we get down there at five o'clock. Brunch has been 12 till four. 
So everybody's got wet eyes. Everyone's it's stumbling called, around. It's called drunch. So what happens is everybody that's been to a brunch... How long does that last? Four till seven, is it? Five till eight. Five so, till eight. So then, then everybody comes. If you've got a wristband on from any brunch, you get another free drink. So bear in mind, this is people who have been drinking at a right rate of knots since midday. Yeah. Now they are continuing to drink. Mm-hmm. We walk in sober. Yeah. I don't drink anyway. And the place was rammed. There's a band on, their rugby's on, everyone's bladdered. It's crazy. I mean, and I've been in Dubai <laughs> a long time and I've seen crazy expat brunch. But this was like a cowboy bar. And I never feel safe in this situation. I like to sit in a corner with my back to the wall. <laughs> you know, so I can, if I'm going to get attacked, I can see them coming. Do you know what, though? You did let yourself go. You just... And... and um. The boss, he sang, he sang a song to us, which well, was lovely. I wasn't expecting that. And that actually, well, you started crying. Got me quite uh, choked up. And then quite a few friends t- turned up. And we had some, we, the teachers who come to the quiz all the time, we, had, we said bye to a few of them. Yeah. They won't remember. Because <laughs> <laughs> they were. No, and, and they've, it's been lovely because they've supported us this past couple of years yeah. they've, they've you what's know. been nice this last couple of weeks is they've got to see us not working because they've only seen us when we're quizzing yeah and then roger and laura came down who were two really close friends of ours roger my old producer cool fact a crocodile can't stick out its tongue also you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states united healthcare short-term insurance plans underwritten by golden rule insurance company offer flexible budget-friendly coverage for you learn more at uh1.com many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out my solution is plush care PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. And um, that was hard, saying bye to them, because we've, you know... They've been to half Christmases all the time. Roger and I have been yeah. hand in hand at work pretty much. And that was a difficult goodbye for me. Yeah. No, it was. It was. Although there's there's some people where I feel like we will see them again. So I, as much as I'm upset, I'm also thinking, but I know I'm going to see you again. So, yeah. you know, there was there's some way you feel like, oh, gosh, will I actually... There's some we won't, definitely, but you've got to say it. Yeah. So a few people from work came along. James popped in. James did a, cl- a great goodbye because he said he was going to watch a Formula One race and he'd be back in half an hour. Yeah, James, what and happened? And he didn't come back. <laughs> and I want to say to him, thank you. Not that I don't want to see him again, but I think he knows how awkward I am about goodbyes. And that was, you know, when someone's like terminally ill and, and you're like, I'll see you next week. You both know you're not going to see him next week. Uh-oh. But it felt a bit like that. Yeah. If he'd have come back, brilliant. But it was one less person I had to be emotion, emotional with. Natalie came along who was... When I first arrived in Dubai, she actually looked after me, you know, drove me around everywhere and stuff. Which, so it was really nice to see her bookend that. Kit, yeah. Kitch was there. And then there was a lady, I can't remember her name, who said she'd met us before. She does the glitter 
on your face. So obviously drunk people are getting glittered up. You can have anything. You can have stars, you can have glitter. I think you had some glitter eyebrows or something you had. I don't know what you had put on. And Betsy Pearl's encouraging me to do it. I hate anything on my face. You do, but you, you also like getting your face painted. Oh, I am a bit funny about it. And I knew this was going to irritate me. So she glues my face up, gives me the big David Bowie lightning slash. And I'll tell you what, did attract the eye of a young gentleman last night. You did get chatted up, didn't, didn't I? You? Yes, you did. I mean, I. we've just watched The Sixth Commandment, in which, uh, which is a terribly sad British drama on BBC starring Timothy Spall uh, as an elderly gentleman who is duped into a relationship by a much younger man mm. who has nefarious uh, goings on. Yeah. You know, he's not doing it for the right reasons. It's a very difficult show to watch. But I had that in mind last night. I thought, hello, this young gentleman is approaching me in front of all my friends, in front of my wife. Asking if you're married. And he's going, you are amazing. All of this is, he's pointing at me glitter. All of this is amazing. He's turning around to you guys going, this guy is cool. <laughs> and I'm thinking, what's going on here then? He's only been in, in the country a little while. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't really... I felt, you know, by the end of the night, I was starting to worry about him because I thought if he, if he approaches the wrong fella, he's going to be in some trouble. But yeah, that was entertaining. And uh, there's glitter everywhere now. We're travelling later <laughs> and I can't get glitter off my face. It's going to be setting off the, uh, the uh, machine through all the little tiny bits of metal we've got on our face. Yeah. <laughs> so today... We've done this thing called Doobs. Dubs. D-U-U-B-Z dot com, which doesn't sound like an official website to me, but it's powered by Donata, the travel company out here. And it's called Home Checking. You yeah. found about this on your various yeah. uh, research. Yeah, we meant we did mention... Did we, we mention in the last one? We mentioned but we're going to try okay, and... So we yeah. booked it, and they've turned up today, and it's crazy. You take your suitcases. I mean, if you're at home, I guess they just come in your house. But we took them down to reception, lobby in the hotel. One fella comes in in his Emirates outfit, head to toe. Yeah, he was very serious. Or Donata, maybe. He's the computer man. The other man is the scales man. And he's got the machine that prints the proper boarding. Them things that go on your suitcase, them sticky things. Yeah. He did all of that. Anyway, they look how many bags there is. And I'm like, don't worry, guys. I've already paid for excess baggage, 25 kilograms. We're fine. Yeah. We weren't fine. So annoying, though, because I saw one case go on, and it was... When we, we've weighed them here, right? And it was three kg over. It wasn't like... Yeah. Half a kg. Or it was three kg over, and I'm like, we weighed that case, yeah. and I've weighed them several times, so I know... But I have to say, your technique of weighing is you get on the scales, yeah. then you get on the scales with bag. So it should be correct. I don't I don't mind that for an approximation. For something like this, I'm not happy about it. No, because I did it that way, and I've put them on the scales, and they've come out the same. So, and, yeah, I know all scales are different, but normally what happens is you get to the airport, and it's actually, they're, they're under. So I was thinking, ah, oh, we'll be fine, because it, it always seems to be that I've weighed them, and they're actually more than when I get to the airport. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, we ended up being five 
kilograms over the extra 25 kilograms I'd paid for. So that cost me another 230 dirhams or something like that. And then as a parting shot, because we have, we have one bag that's like, it's my photography bag that's got straps on it. And I wonder about this. I don't want to cast aspersions on the man, but everything else we got receipts for. Mm. And at the end he said, oh, that one needs wrapping. Mm. So I assume he means that way they put cling film around it, yeah. heavy duty cling film. And I said, all right, fine. And he goes, yeah, 50 dirhams. And I'm like, to wrap cling film around a bag, 50 dirhams. Anyway, we paid that in cash. So I'll be interested to see when we get to the other end if the bag's wrapped. I know it's about 40 dirhams a bag if you do it in the airport. Is it? Yeah. So, but it was a weird experience. And again, psychologically, that felt weird because that's the cat's gone, the bags have gone, the cars have gone, the phones have gone. Yeah. You know, we're not saying any more like goodbyes today. You know, we've, we've, we've decided not to see, see anybody today. Yeah, we just need a chill day as a family. And I mean, I would, I would use, I think, I mean, we won't use this service again because we won't be here, but I would recommend it if you. It's a weight off. Yeah. If you're, if you're definitely, if you're, if you're traveling with a lot of bags or a lot of people or whatever, it means now we can get one taxi straight to the airport, haven't got to think about checking in yeah we just got we've got our boarding passes we can just you know so it, it's one because i always hate that bit you know that having to queue up in the airport and having to it, i mean being and in we the are never by the way we are minimal luggage takers yeah and i'm very working class when it comes to this because i didn't fly for the first two decades of my life pretty much so i'm still one of these in the airport like i don't know what i'm doing even after all these mm. years i don't know what the rules are and then you'll see somebody swan past and they've got, it's, what's them thing? It's like a wheelbarrow. It's a bit like what they bring your luggage into the hotel yeah. with. And it is got about 18 suitcases on, and they're all Louis Vuitton. And, yeah, and some blokes one, one pushing person, it. Yeah. You know, and they're swanning behind looking at the phone. And I always think, what a, what a life, but what a waste of money. Like the business class thing. I'd like to be in business class. I did think about trying to hit up Emirates, but... I couldn't face shaming myself on Twitter for it. But we're not... I mean, even the suitcases we're sending are only medium-sized suitcases. Yeah, they're not big suitcases. So and we, th we've this got is... literally one and a tiny bit. So one and a half s small suitcases extra. But you have packed them to within an inch of their lives. Yes. <laughs> yes, I have. <laughs> so, yeah, it's afternoon now. We had our final hotel breakfast. And... I looked at that breakfast and I thought to myself, it's going to be a long time before I eat beans on toast again. <laughs> I don't know. That could be could be something you'll be eating quite regularly because well, it's I, quite a cheap dinner. I like beans on toast <laughs> as a meal, but I have become a bit reliant on it. <laughs> <laughs> so we've had his last breakfast. We are just going to go up to the pool for the last time. Yeah. Because we've got nothing to do between now and, I guess what, we're going to airport about midnight or something. Yeah. So between now and then, nothing. I don't want to go to the pub again. <laughs> no. You know, no. I, I would happily not see anybody now because I do find it a bit draining. It is, it is. It's been an emotional few days, I think. And um, uh, yeah, I'm quite worn. I'm quite worn out. And I yeah. wonder, I know we've talked about this, but yeah, how we're actually going to feel once we get on that plane. You know, the relief. It's going to be weird to think that, the, that our cat's on the plane and we, we won't be able to see her. Yeah, That's, um, poor little bugger. But we're all so excited about seeing our dog and... Yeah, so... And Leo. Hopefully, 
we'll get a recording in. I might take the mics in hand luggage so we can record. In the airport. So maybe we do a bit of diary recording for the next one. And the next one is the journey between leaving here and being in the New Forest, I guess. Yeah. So I feel like we've got more stuff done. Other than that, I think the only thing I've not got done is getting me end-of-service payment and transferring that and closing my bank account. And closing the bank, which are actually quite two big things, to be fair. It's massive, but we couldn't have done it. We've tried everything. We've done, yeah. And I know there's a few people that are starting to write these lists, but genuinely, if anyone needs any advice, you know, I don't mind sharing, you know, what we've gone through, but it, it, it is quite stressful, selling the cars, the D where the do, the phones the, getting them the shipment the pets it's it's been exhausting yeah like i think we at the beginning of this hotel stay we said oh we finally felt like a bit of weight had lifted off us and we were like you know f- feeling like this was going to feel, feel like a holiday it hasn't it yeah. hasn't we haven't we've had days of real stress and there's certainly been moments. I think when we first got in the hotel, it took a couple of days to decompress. And then we had a little window there where we had money to spend. We had, we'd get some very generous yeah. gift vouchers that we needed to spend in malls and stuff. So, you know, we did some cinema and we did some restaurants and we mm. got to feel like we were on holiday for a few days. And I mean, we, yeah, we, ha- we we didn't need to panic because we weren't getting close. But then I think as this has got closer... yeah you got to start ticking all them boxes. And it's been bank emails, work emails, HR emails, shops, idiots. But the, the hotel has been so lovely. Oh, been so lovely. lovely. And they've really looked after us. And I'd highly recommend this hotel as well. It's beautiful. So I woke up with a thought this morning and I put it on my Instagram. I think you've seen it. I described leaving Dubai as leaving the gates of Willy Wonka's factory. <laughs> and my analogy there is... There's some things here that are incredible, mind-blowing. If you think back to that film, every kid wanted to go in that chocolate factory. Yeah. But then as you become an adult and you watch that film, you're like, hold on a minute. You can eat too much chocolate. Yeah, and there's a lot of nightmare stuff in there as well. Yeah. And I think that fits it perfectly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because if you've not been here and you've not lived here, then you only see what you see in the Daily Mail newspapers or these overblown TV shows. Yeah. And there but, are some of those people. Yeah. There are some. But when you've lived here, I think it's like you've been in Willy Wonka's factory. So you can go away and yeah. people won't believe some of the things you've seen. It, it definitely feels like its own little bubble. It's, and, and I mean the good and the bad. Yeah. No, definitely. Definitely. There, there are... People often say, oh, only in Dubai. I mean, there are moments of that. Yeah. There are things here that we will never, ever have again or experience again in the UK. You know, there's, there's, mm. there's like we've experienced with the admin side of stuff, there's things that they've got to improve on and seem behind on, but there's, there's things that, and if you go to the UK, I feel like, wow, we've been spoilt here. I've so, had a yeah. few messages today on Instagram. Well, get ready for doing your own petrol. I'm like, <laughs> I'm good with that. I miss doing my own. I like getting out, going, doing petrol. I love it. 
I, I wonder how how often we'll forget though a woman sent me a message today saying she stood in the queue at tesco on the day she got back when she left yeah and all the stuff was on the trolley and she was waiting for somebody to pack it and i don't think we're them ah uh, no i hate my yeah i've always hated that i always say no no, yeah, no i'll I've do really it i've been against that yeah so i get it i get there's a lot of things here you know yeah that you kind of you get so used to you get so used to and, and we are gonna we are going to have to... But that is going to be the interesting stuff to put on the podcast, I think. Yeah. Further down. But I like that. Uh, leaving the gates of Willy Wonka's factory. I think I'll call this podcast something like that. Because mm-hmm. I think that fits perfectly. It does, it does. But yeah, so thanks to Bye. It's, uh, thank you to everyone that's been on our journey with us. Yeah, and keep listening. Because I think the next bit's going to be the really exciting bit. Interesting. Yeah. Scary. Yeah. Uh, that that's not changed, by the way. We still have nowhere to live and no oh, jobs. Oh yeah, no jobs here. <laughs> so yeah. So, uh, but hey, we'll be all together as a family. So. And somebody uh, came up to me, Kitch, our friend, who's now listening to the podcast, my ex colleague, radio man, great guy, Australian, but great guy. <laughs> it's not his fault. He no, said joking. to me last night, "You said." that there were some stories you wouldn't be able to tell until you left Dubai. He said, there's a story you said that you couldn't tell until you left <laughs> Dubai. I told him two stories last night, and then I realised this morning it was neither of them. It's a third story. So, there's one of them I don't think I can tell even when I leave Dubai. There's but... one that I'm thinking of that I'm not sure you can, but... Yeah. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll discuss this off podcast (laughs) (laughs) well it's not about what you threw in bin this morning (laughs) she just gave me the look see you next time everybody our contact details are in the podcast description we'll see you next time bye (laughs) the end hi i'm daniel founder of pretty litter did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting easier. Even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.